Dude, if he makes the podium, I'll buy. I will. I will buy you a beer. Oh, great! But if he doesn't <laughs> make the podium, you have to buy me ten beers. Ten beers. Oh. <laughs> Nice to see you, Adrian. Welcome back to the forecast. Thank you. Good to see you again. Always good to be back. Always good yeah. to catch up for our bi-weekly. I think we do about every two weeks, right? Yeah, almost every two weeks. Yeah. yeah. It's about right. Sorry? <laughs> it's enough. It's enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We have other things to do as well. Yeah. Can't, can't be talking to you all day. That's <laughs> <It's> true. <laughs> All right, but this is a very exciting episode because we actually have the, the final list of the riders for uh, next year's King of the Air. Um, uh, are you surprised about the list? We will go through the list, but are you surprised about the list? Um, look, every year I'm, every year I'm surprised. Every year I'm surprised. Um, look, I think it's been two or three days now, so I've sort of calmed down a little bit. But it, it, there, are, there are a few sort of things that really stick out to me now that I think need to be changed. Yeah. Um, look, there's always going to be that shock, right? We said it from day one. Some guys are going to be upset. There's going to be fingers pointed. There's going to be, you know, why is this person over this person? But, you know, after a week, it just seems normal. And then come the tournament, we're just excited. So, But there are a few things that I think need to be addressed for next year because there mm. are some – some some sort of classic flaws in the system. Yeah, and we will get into that. Um, first of all, uh, to everyone, welcome to uh, the Forecast Kaiser Pod. My name is Michael Eriksson, and of course, on uh, the other part of the microphone is uh, Adrian Kerr. Um, yeah, we are. We have the list in front of us, and uh, we thought that we will go through the list from top down uh, to start with, and then we can go and uh, talk a little bit more about uh, some of the names. Uh, some names are pretty, uh, you know, we were expected. Uh, maybe not too much to say, um, but let's go through the list first. So we have the top three uh, pre-qualified uh, guys from last year, which is uh, Jesse Richman, uh, Nick Jacobson, and Aaron Hadlow. Uh, and then we also have Kevin Langray, who uh, qualified through the flight to event in, uh, in Denmark, uh, the cold Hawaii. Um, and we also have some wild cards, uh, but uh, first of all, we have the video, video uh, entries, uh, the one who won the video entries. And uh, there we have Steven Ekestijk, um, Edgar Ulrich, uh, Joshua Emanuel, Valgarat, Janek Gregorzewski, Arthur Gilbert, Stig Hofnagel, Hofnagel. Um, sorry? I, I, I say it like a Dutchman, but I'm not really. I'm just, just well-practiced. Hofnagel. Yeah. Hofnagel. It's close. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Mark Jacobs, uh, Gil Vlugt, Lasse Walker, and Liam Whaley. That's the qualified from uh, the video entries. Uh, and then the wild cards, we have... Uh, uh, Angeli Bouillot, Tom Bridge, and Ayrton Cusolino. Uh, that's the list. Where should we start? You know what? Let's start with the wild cards, because yeah. that's the thing that sort of rubs me up the wrong way now. Mm. Look, the bottom line is that all these guys are quality riders. Actually, there's so many quality riders this year 
that it's actually a shame that we've gone from a field of 24 to 18. Mm. You know, we're actually taking away the opportunity of six quality riders, and there's more than six quality riders. I mean, the level this year was the best level I've seen in a long time. That's my that that goes back to my problem with the wildcards, right? So with the wildcards, when it was 24, and we had the three wildcard positions, it was like it didn't hurt as much, right? Because we still had the opportunity for 21 riders. Mm. But now when we come down to 18, we're taking a huge percentage out of people's dreams. And I'm talking about people who are preparing for the full year for this one event. Their focus isn't strapless. Their focus isn't, you know, whatever. They are preparing for Rebel King of the Air to win it for them, for their families, for their sponsors. So I think that, one of the things that needs to be addressed next year is they need to, if they, if you reduce the fleet, you need to reduce the wildcards. Mm. It's like we just didn't even think about that at the time, but it's caused a massive problem, right? Number one, Anjali. I thought it was great we had Anjali last year. She proved that women can compete at the highest level. Absolutely. But by having her in again, it's a bit of a slap in the face, to be honest, because after last year doing so well, what we should have done is say, hey, hang on a sec. These girls are good. Let's do a girls division let's run something for the girls but mm. no you know what let's just put Angelie back in to keep the the females happy again and to be honest i actually think that's a poor poor outcome is Angelie going to win the event absolutely no way she doesn't have the board off uh she's a fantastic rider but therefore by not even having some of the key moves that you need to win you're actually taking that place away mm. i would have been more happy this year if they had put on a women's division and put Angelie into that and let her be the role model within that division to inspire the girls. Because again, it's like putting lambs out for the slaughter again. I mean, that's the way I look at it. Mm. Same, my, my same feeling applies to Ayrton. Okay. Why is Ayrton there? Okay. Last year was great. He got in there. He did well. He crashed out early. I think we're going to see the same. You've got to ask yourself when giving wild cards, are you developing A for the future or B just, you know, turning this into a circus? And that, I mean, that does sound quite harsh, but I don't want it to be because I think Ayrton is one of the most talented watermen around, but are we just giving him a spot for giving him a spot? Mm. Again, are we taking a spot away from someone who can gather experience in a few years, win it? Because that's really what we should be looking to do. I actually don't have a problem with Tom. That's discretion. At least he's at least he's riding and at least he's riding on a board, you know. At least he, at least he can actually do most of the moves. I just think you're putting yourself in a position where you either have to compromise or make exceptions for, and that and that's not what wildcard should be. Wildcard should be developing the future or giving guys opportunities who may come back from injury. Mm. If we had one wildcard and that went with Ayrton, again, I, I'd say the same thing. You know, I, as I said before, if they had one wild card and they gave it to a young guy like Jamie Overbeek, I'd be, I'd say that's a smart move. Mm. You know, having the three wild cards for me is, I'm not saying it's an insult, but it really puts a bad taste in the mouth of the young guys who have missed out, who have been, you know, training for this for a year since mm. last year. Does that make sense? And, yeah. and, and by the way, I'm not, I'm not saying bad anything about Anjali or Ayrton. In their own right, they are absolutely fantastic. But, you know, we did we, we tried it once. It was a little bit of, let's be honest, it was a little bit of a, you know, a misfire last year from both of them. Can Angeli do better without the pressure? Maybe. But should we have taken that and done something different for Angeli, like build a women's division, 
on the side, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. That's my that's my main problem. Wild cards. I'm a wild card guy now. I'm over the rails. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I I I uh, I tend to agree with you. I I do think uh, looking at last year when when we had a wild card and and. Uh, we have to remember, uh, I mean, the cut is huge. It's 25% less riders this year. Uh, so what happened last year is that they had the pre, the six pre-qualified uh, riders from, from the top six places. They were, uh, they were directly in, and then they had 18 other riders uh, competing to get into round three. Um, and since we don't have that this year, it's a huge cut when it comes to how many riders can actually you know, uh, be in the competition. Um, Last year, when we had um, Anjali and Ayrton as, as, as wildcards, I 100% understood. I, I, I agree, and I think it was a fantastic thing to do. Um, I've been struggling a little bit what I think about this year because I would actually love to see um, Anjali compete again because I got, uh, I got a taste of it last year. She had some amazing uh, tricks uh, in the competition, and, and I just wanted to have more. But... As you say, I would much rather see her ride in a competition that is, uh, you know, uh, dedicated for uh, her and other women. Uh, just because I do think it will be uh, a, just a better setup, you know, uh, and a more natural thing to to do as the next step. Same thing with Ayrton. Um, I'm struggling to see what Anjali and Ayrton can bring more to the competition this year than what we saw last year. And that's why I totally 100% agree with you. Um, you. You do know with Tom Bridge that I would love to see him compete in a big air competition because he has a different style. Uh, he is um, landing his tricks uh, blind. And I was so bummed out about him not being able to compete in cold Hawaii when he was there. He actually, yeah, well, he hurt himself like a minute before his heat. Uh, I would love to see him compete in this. Uh, so uh, I'm looking forward to seeing him competing. but. When, as you say, when it comes to taking three spots away from uh, other guys uh, like uh, Jamie or Rick, as you said, or Clement, who or, or or someone else of the amazing riders that could actually, you know, uh, be up there and competing and 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 take this this uh, this uh, competition to the future, I 100 percent agree with yeah. you. Yeah, I mean, I'm not even that upset about Tom. I just think that Tom's going to struggle to go deep wearing boots because because the board offs have become such a prominent scoring method. Mm. Uh, but you know what? Lewis proved me wrong in the past. Maybe he can get down to the quarterfinals. I think if Tom made the quarterfinals, I think he'd be very happy, you know. Mm. But um, look, the level is diff- The level is a step up. Mm. Every year is a step up. Every year, the guys are pushing harder, bringing in more rotations and doing things a little bit differently. So look, it's a step up. I, look, let's it, we can put the wildcards to bed for the fact that, you know, none of us are actually happy about what the wildcards are. And I'm actually going to speak to Sergio this week on the podcast. So coming up this week on the podcast, I'll have Sergio on and I'm going to, I'll, I'll be straight with him and say, we need to address this wildcard situation because I'm not saying that we're turning it into a circus, but it, it to the people on the beach, they probably don't care. But to the people who really care about it, it's sort of a little bit of a slap in the face. 
Yeah. Uh, and as you say, they are actually taking uh, they're taking uh, valuable um, places uh, from uh, other riders that that c- could potentially win the competition. So uh, yep. yeah, that's that you have to remember that if they had wild cards uh, just you know as extra slots, then it's a different kind of thing. I would say so. Sure. Yeah, it would be Absolutely. interesting to see uh, see what what uh, Sergio says about it. Uh, we'll for sure listening to that as well. Uh, all right, looking at uh, the video entry list, uh, there there aren't that many, um, I would say, um, unexpected names there. I was actually comparing the list, the final list, to the list that you and Colin had on the YouTube channel that you had. There are only three names that differ from your list to this. Um, uh, and you did have, for example, Lasse Walker wasn't on your list, but that's because yeah. his video. Actually, wasn't. he was, but Colin pulled him off at the last minute. Colin, yeah, 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 yeah. I know that. We, 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 we slightly differ between the podcast, which we did, and then the thing which he edited. He, he, he vetoed Lassie, which I thought, listen, and again, like Lassie, like Stig, like people like Simon Bruin, who didn't make it. Yeah. I thought those performances from cold Hawaii in front of the judges would have been enough to put them forward again. So I was yeah. actually surprised that look it's tough for Simon but I would have thought that Simon would have been on the reserves just because of what he did you know but look there's, look, there's so many guys who missed out I mean again this guy Nico Gambia is another guy fantastic videos but the, the list goes on I can just name them one after one after one after who missed out you know so anyway yeah yeah, but I, I do think that I wanna, one of the questions I have that I would like to discuss is uh, uh, what do we feel about uh, uh, what the judges looked at when they decided this? Because, um, I mean, as Colin mentioned in your podcast or in your video, uh, to be honest, uh, Lasse's uh, video wasn't really, you know, 100% uh, correct when it comes to the judging format that they had for it. But... I was pretty sure he would go come in uh, to to the come on the list because, as you said, he he has performed in the in the past for sure. He he's supposed to be up there. He did really good at Col Hawaii uh, at being you know a runner up after Kevin. Uh, and I also think that Stig was in, in third place, uh, so he in some way you know um, uh, made his uh, name on the list a much much higher prob- probability by by winning that same thing with Arthur Gilbert who won uh, a lot of tram etc so they have proven themselves in competition uh, mm. the few we have had this year uh, so I uh, yeah in regards to the videos you know I've watched the videos again and again and I think that they might have made some classic mistakes there's a lot of guys that are right foot for dominant doing stuff out of flat water that's actually not even that high you know let's say nine ten meters which is okay but doing stuff in cape town mm. with that thick cold wind and 30 plus knots and those waves is a different game uh it wouldn't surprise me if a lot of these young guys first timers edgar val Arthur Stigger, I think, has spent enough time down there now, and maybe Gil. Those guys will struggle when they get to Cape Town because of the conditions. It's mm. it's it's first time blues. It happens. It's not like a, it's not going to be a surprise. But a lot of those guys are, are right foot dominant, and you know, I think a lot of them was they have they have they have it off the flat. Can you do it off a kicker? That's a different game. Mm. Yeah, different but look, you know what? It doesn't really matter. I mean, go, let's let's talk about Lassie. Number one, he's a Red Bull athlete. Does he get? Does that give him the rub of the green? Ayrton's a Red Bull athlete. Tom Tom Bridges is a Red Bull athlete. Are they getting? Is there some Red Bull rub there? 
I'd say, look, I don't want to say yes, but look, this sport is is covered in nepotism at some, at, at some levels, right? So you'd mm. have to say potentially. Yeah. I mean, it's um, the same every single year. Every single year there's bolters. There's people who you think, oh, this guy will get yeah. in and they don't. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Mm. Was I shocked? Yes. Am I shocked now? Not really. You know, you know, I think it's like every year it's like, oh man, this is this didn't get in, this didn't this person to get in. But after a few weeks, it's like, okay, I'm cool with this. I'm looking forward to it. And as I was saying to you on the phone the other day, I think the next big thing will be the seeds, how they seed them. Yeah. How their matchups. And that's going to be the big test for these younger guys or these newer guys in the event. How, who are they seeded against and how are they going to rise to that occasion? Because we've seen two years ago when Yannick came in, again, came in with a lot of hype. And he struggled because mm. he was up against big competition. He, you know, maybe bowed to the pressure a little bit of the competition as well. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah, and I, uh, yeah, I, I agree. And I, I think that for me, looking at the videos, there were, as you said, a lot of flat water uh, videos uh, coming in, uh, that, as we saw on the names on the list here as well. So I'm, I'm uh, very curious to see how they will perform in Cape Town in the kickers. Uh, Stig, we know from Kolawai that he actually managed the uh, kickers and, and did really, really well there. Um, but I have no idea, as you said, with with Arthur and Gil. Um, I haven't seen that much from them. Um, yeah. Gil's a, Gil's, a, Gil's a little bit in the Yannick mold, if, if yeah. I can say that. He's got that sort of down loop or that contra loop. I, I don't know what you call it. But I get to feel like Val, Arthur, and, uh, and Edgar, they're all similar. For me, mm. you know, they're all a very similar style, you know. They're coming from freestyle backgrounds, all those guys. And I get that feel that they all have that that same sort of feel about them. Like the, the, I don't see any of them doing anything that's super different, if that makes sense. I, I have to disagree with you there about, about Edgar Ulrich because uh, you do remember that I mentioned to you in the last podcast, I really mm. liked his video and that he brought something new to the video entry to something else and i went back and and watched that video again and from where i can see he is actually doing a a, a mega loop tic tac uh, he's yeah. doing a mega loop, a mega loop uh, uh, board off board flip uh he's doing a mega loop uh back roll and some sort of inverted front uh, roll with and a board board off inverted front roll mm-hmm. With his feet up, uh, it's really it's a bit hard to see because you have uh, the the sun mm. in, in the camera right there. And also, he's doing uh, the uh, Megalop KGB. Yeah, I mean so that to me no, is not, like I'm, something. Those yeah, I'm sorry, sorry. Maybe I see there, and I'm not talking about their videos, but I'm talking about the type of rider they are coming yeah, from that yeah. freestyle background. You know. Um, by the way, point of view footage doesn't count at Red Bull King of the Year. You know, you know that you, you can't have point of view footage. Any know, point of view footage is, is vetoed. Apparently, yeah. apparently. Uh, I know, but I don't. I don't think Edgar had that much, uh, that point of view footage. I'm, I'm joking, footage. mate. I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah. I'm joking. But I mean, dude, I, know, I agree. But... I think. I think that a lot of those guys are coming out of freestyle and getting into big air because obviously freestyle game is a pretty competitive and tough thing. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's funny. I had a message from uh, Nico Gambia. And he said to me, I don't want to talk about the details of the message, but he said, look, a lot of guys now are spending their whole year for this one event training. Mm. And these are the type of guys that are unfortunately on that, let's say the fringe, they're the next five, six guys on the, on the rank, you know? So that's going back to my first question. I don't think Ayrton has spent the whole year preparing this for this event, you know, 
maybe Tom hasn't spent the whole year preparing for this event, you know. So that that's going back to what I'm saying, that the level overall, the level of bigger air riders across the board, whether you're competing at Red Bull King of the Air or you're competing in the big, the, the level is just through the roof. Mm. Yeah, it is, yeah. That, that's sure. the big thing that sticks out for me. I mean, it's not about the riders anymore. It's just that, you know, it's 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 crazy, and and I hope this judging team is up, is up to it. You know, I have, I think we've got a new head judge. I think I hope that these guys are are up to this challenge to you know actually score these events as a thing. Like you know, I think last year I said, what? Why do we never see a ten? Mm. Let's get some tens. Let's if yeah. some guys are pulling some stuff out, reward them. You know, because we see tens in freestyle, we see tens in surfing, we see tens in every sport bar big air kiteboarding, mm. where you get an eight or a nine. Yeah, um, I think we're. I, I mean, looking at the level we see, I think I think we should have tens up there uh, for sure. I agree with, uh, on that. Um, I do hope that the the judging team is, is uh, as I said, up for the task. I'm, I mean, they they should be. Um, I, I I know that. I don't know exactly the judging team now, but I'm guessing it's pretty much the same as has has been previous years. So sure. they they should have uh, the knowledge and and um, experience to to judge it, but. Uh, it is, I must say, it is really hard uh, to, I was sitting in the judges uh, booth in, in Nicole, Hawaii, and you know, uh, when they have their three, uh, three men heat, um, it's really A hard. Lot of stuff people are, on, yeah. people are doing tricks all the time. And if back roll, front roll, it's, you know, there's the small differences between tricks. It is really hard to, to see everything. Mm. And, and I think they made a good job, uh, a great job when, when, in Cold Hawaii. So I'm expecting no less in, in um, King of the Air. But um, uh, as you let say, me, it's let me ask you, mix things yeah. like people uh, with with uh, uh, the strapless board. Um, mm. yeah. Let me ask you a new, let me ask you a question. Of those five new riders, five new mm. to the event, which is Stig, Arthur, um, Val, and Edgar, and Gil. Let's let's not talk about Stig because I think he's already stepped up anyway. Mm. Of those guys coming through, who do you think will do best out of them? Considering the conditions. Because all of those guys have videos out of the flat, right? Yeah, they are from flat. It's really hard to say. I, I, um, to be honest, looking at the videos and the tricks that they performed, I would say Edgar, but um, Arthur has uh, proved himself, uh, you know, in competition. Flat water, yes, it was that, but, um, and as you said, Gil, um, they're really good riders, all of them. Uh, it's really hard to say. Uh, the question for me is, can they... Can they um, make a mark and really stick out in the competition against these big riders? Uh, looking at oh. like like uh, uh, Stig and Simon Brun did at Cold Hawaii, they were I mean competing against the best of the best there. Uh, if you, actually, Gil Gil competed at Cold Hawaii, right? He didn't actually have a great run. I mean, he didn't. He didn't. Do so he didn't well. No. Whether it was. His first competition, whether it was left foot forward, I don't know. I mean, mm. I, I, I think he would probably be pretty harsh on himself and say, "Look, he needs to do, he needs to do better." Mm. But um, yeah, I mean, there's some big boys missed out this year. You know, I yeah. mean, yeah. Clement missed out. I mean, he's there. Jason Vanderspey was riding last year. Uh, Ross Dillon Player, Stuart Downey. I mean, <laughs> a lot of guys. And I mean, the South African numbers is another thing that exactly. Sort of Let's out. talk about that. There's only mm. one South African guy. Yeah, yep. I, I know that you, you talked before about there. The, you think that there will be uh, 
at quota. least three to four uh, South African riders. Well, I think I think probably four with twenty four, but three with eighteen. I think is, is probably pretty fair. Mm. Um, actually, I'm getting Josh on the podcast. I spoke to him today, so it'll be interesting to hear his thoughts on that. But I actually think it's a I think it's a bit of a misstep because those guys are proven performers in those conditions, and I think that's going to be a big thing. You know. Um, Look, Ross and Stuart didn't have great videos, and I think they'll probably be first to admit that. You know, I think they, I think they'll probably be pretty open about that. I think Jason probably feels a little bit hard done by, although his um, sort of dangle pass at the end of the video probably didn't necessarily need to be in that one. But um, Mike had I, a great I hope video. Yeah, I hope. Look, it wasn't in the most most super powered conditions because a lot of it was filmed in Brazil. But again. Mike's second in the Wu rating in the Wu rankings. He knows that down. If anyone knows the biggest scene, you know, in Cape Town, it's Mike, you know. So I think Mike will get in. Look, I think Liam's 50-50, right? Let's be honest. Liam's 50-50. So that's that's Lewis coming in. Mm. Liam has senior. Mike, yeah, yeah. He's doing great with Mike. his recovery, but uh, it is a long way to come to being able to perform here. So and and he won't push himself if he thinks he can do any damage because he's got the freestyle season. Obviously, he wants to be another world champion in that. Yeah. So I think Liam will make the right call. Uh, that will bring Lewis in. Then you got Mike to number one. And again, COVID restrictions, travel restrictions. We don't know if all these guys, we can name these guys. Maybe maybe four of them can't come. Maybe mm. there's another list below uh, Jason van der Spain, the fourth thing, and they're going to start filling that up. Will they fill that with South Africans if people can't travel? Mm. Sure, Stuart Downey and 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 Ross Dillon Player are going to be there. They can, they're worthy people to put into the tournament. So we could see some changes to the starting lineup. Mm. I mean, everything is possible. I mean, I don't know much about Xavier Kane. He's the third guy. I know he's got some pretty sick board offs, but um, again, I'd like to see him down there. Mm. Let's uh, let's see what happens. You know, I mean, things can change, definitely. Mm. Um, yeah, and, and uh, the two current countries that stick out in, in terms of uh, you know number of riders is uh, is uh, Holland, uh, five riders from from the Netherlands and uh, four from from France. It's funny how France have really come up in the last few years, right? I think last year they were equal with equal with sort of South Africa. I mean, it's always been Holland, South Africa, and mm. then France has sort of filled up that. But um, yeah, it's I mean the Dutch as usual, right? They've got a massive big air scene, mm. uh, as do South Africa, but they're not represented, so it's a strange one. I mean, yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. I, I wonder how many of these guys are actually in Cape Town at the moment. I know Nick is there, Aaron's there, or well, Aaron's on the way. Kevin's there, I think Stephen's there, mm. Josh is there, of course. I think Yannick, Yannick's already there. I think Stig's already there. Mark's not there. Lassie is there. Liam is not there. So there's there are some people to still arrive. I mean, predominantly, I know Mark's come fairly late in the piece. Mm. Uh, Lewis is probably on his way down there. But there's 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 a, a thousand pros there, right? Everyone's turning up. Yeah, now the, yeah. Now the borders yeah. are open. But I actually talked to to one uh, one of my um, one uh, one of my contacts uh, that that uh, was supposed to go to or are supposed to go to uh, South Africa uh, now, but uh, doesn't really know if uh, if it's uh, if it's going to be uh, you know open for long because mm. they they heard that uh, now the the COVID situation is getting really bad there down down there yeah. again. So yeah, just yeah. hoping you know keeping all our thumbs to. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, I mean that's right that's that's, some, that's something I'll bring up with Sergio when I when I speak to him as well. What's the mm. latest on the on the COVID restrictions there? Because it did open, 
people are in, people are down there. It doesn't look like anyone's wearing masks or doing or or following any rules. Uh, so mm. let's, uh, yeah, let's keep our fingers crossed. I mean, I'm still super confident it's going to happen. I think for continuity, it's important. Yeah, Look, I think if they South Africa pull the and it will be South African authorities who pull the pin, it won't be won't be Red Bull. I think Red Bull will push ahead as as much as they can. Maybe maybe there'll be no crowds there. I don't know, but look, let's hope. Fingers crossed, and it's going to be good. I mean, it's going to be exciting. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. It has to be. It has to be. We need this, you know. <laughs> Who's going to win, man? Who's going to win? Uh, I, I'm. It's so hard. It's so many good riders up there. Uh, to be honest, I I I kind of feel that we won't be seeing uh, Jesse and Nick uh, at the top. Aaron, you never know. He he could for sure uh, take take another win. Uh, I think Kevin is is always up there. It really depends a little bit about you know the conditions. If it's really really strong wind, I think Kevin is is one of the top names still. I would love to see someone like like Janek, um, or a young guy, uh, younger, you know, one of the newer names like Stig, someone like that. But, and oh, of course, I, 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 I would be so happy for Liam if he get to win it, of course, as well. I can't name one. I can just, you know, you're, there's you're, so many you're all guys. over the place. I mean, you're, yeah. you're talking crazy. If you think Jesse's not going to be like, you know what, man, I, I, I try and predict it every year. I never get it right. Mm. I never get it right. I always say, you know, I'm always, I used to always say Jesse, Jesse, Jesse. You always think so. Last year, I changed. Like, I, I think I changed to Aaron, and, and then Jesse won. But look, I think I don't think there's going to be a change in the top six, the big six at the top. I think that yeah. sort of six to eight, those big riders, they're going to be there, hundred percent. I think Bolters, a Yannick and a Stig for sure. I think. Look, there's a lot of hype around Yannick. I'd love to see him do well. Mm. I think people will be forgiving if he. If he makes it to the semifinals, I think he'll be very happy. Yeah. And I think if Stig makes it to the semifinals, he'll be absolutely over the moon. Yeah. Because that's the next step up to to make the final. I mean, the, or we, we used, you know, we used to say the semifinals was the golden egg, right? Once he got the semifinals, you had a ticket to next year. Yeah. That was like the golden egg. Now it's the top three. So yeah. I think making – look, I think making the fleet is a huge prize. Making the final is unbelievable. To win it is a dream come true. Yeah. So. Uh, I mean, it's pretty amazing just to get uh, just to get that lycra. You know, you can take it home and put it on your wall. You know, and say that you you once were a, a Red Bull King of the Air competitor, which I think yeah. is all the me- all the memories from it, and you know, being there on the beach, as I say, in your lycra and and everything. Yeah. I mean, yeah, must be a dream come true to to many. Of I'm going to say I'm going to say Jesse for a third title. You think so? Yeah. Well, Jesse's got Jesse's got two. Aaron's got two. Nick's got one. Kev's got three. Yeah. Let's uh, let's 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 tie it all up. I haven't seen Jesse, uh, but you know he, he do doesn't have Jesse to. Never pre- seen Jesse him. never prepares. He's always no, riding. No, no, no. He turns up and just kicks us. Yeah, I mean, the, I, the guys are. Don't forget, he's one of the ultimate sort of competitors when it comes to. And and listen, no one's more professional in their approach to the sport than Jesse. No, 100%. I I understand. I I agree. And and to be honest, uh, well, I think one of the reasons why uh, Jesse and Nick came uh, at the top last year was that not none of them expected to come there to win it. They were just there to have fun and just riding for the fun of it. And that takes yeah. a lot of the, uh, the the nerves and all the mistakes out of it, and just being out there having fun. I, I, I and so I do think that's one of the reasons why it's really hard for someone new to to um, yeah. be uh, up and rising and be at the top. Um, yeah, it's also experience as well, right? I mean, experience yeah. goes a long yeah. way. I mean, 
I mean, I mean, dude, there's so many good guys in there. I, look, I'd love to see Aaron one. If Aaron one, I'll be happy. If Mark one, I'll be over the moon as well. You know, I'd love to see Liam do well. Like, I'd like to see Liam compete, but I'd like to see Liam do well because that's the kind of person he is as well. Mm. But look, I want guys to go down there and compete as well as they can. Take something out of it every time you go whether it's experience, whether it's something that you can apply to next year and do that. I think that's why Jesse does so well. I don't know if you, did you, did you listen to the podcast with Hayden Jonas? Did you hear what, how much gear he had to prepare for Jesse being Jesse's caddy? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mate, he had, he had three eights. No, he had, yeah. Three sevens, three eights, three nines, all with navigator bars. He had, the guy had about 12 bits of gear on the beach. So he, you know, that just shows how prepared he is. Yeah. And, that he doesn't leave any stone unturned. Forget that he's riding jaws at the moment. He's riding these massive waves. Forget about that stuff because when he comes to Cape Town, he's going to be good to go. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he would go there uh, unless he feels that uh, he wants to give it 100% and uh, yeah. to win it or not, but at least give it 100%. And that's why I also mm. think that the situation with Liam will uh, pretty much uh, you know, be if Liam thinks he can win it, then he will come. Um, if you don't, uh, I think he will be happy to to leave the uh, this the spot to Lewis. Sure. Um, yeah, I think that's a fair. I think I think that's the fair thing to do. Although Lewis was injured last year, and some guys thought Lewis should have pulled out, but he didn't. But uh, mm. let's let's see. You know, I mean, yeah. Lewis had quite badly broken ribs last year, or all mm. massively bruised. And what Lewis did last year to make the to make the quarterfinals is actually nothing short of impressive. It's really impressive. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But there also comes experience into that. Uh, and, and probably uh, quite a lot of smartness from, from Lewis, uh, knowing how to ride and seeing what scores and, you know, everything. Um, but, but going back to the wild cards, I want to just ask you one question. If they had been presenting uh, one wild card that was uh, uh, below 20 years old, a young guy. Yeah. And Mate, they would have presented Jamie Overbeek. Jamie Overbeek, Jamie Overbeek for example. Yeah. Hit me. He'd look, you, you saw him ride at Cold Hawaii. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't afraid of who he was against. Actually, to be honest, I thought that his ride in that – he was out in heat one, round one, and I thought, man, he, he actually set the tone for what the event was. Yeah. I mean, he was awesome in that first round. I mm. mean, maybe it was in round one or round two, but he actually set the tone – of the rest of the event. I mean, Tom Bridge got injured. It was a bit of a like, oh man, this is, what's going on here? Is this going to be a disaster? Jamie came out maybe in round two. I can't remember now. But he, I think he actually set the tone to what the event was going to be. And, and he learned a lot from that competition as well. Uh, he cool. came to us in a judge's booth afterwards and asked a little bit of questions. And, you know, he needed to uh, have a, a more diverse heat, uh, more different tricks. And looking at him yeah. now, I mean, there's uh, he has pretty much most of the tricks nailed in now but having jamie orbig for example and uh the the, the as you talked about the top uh woo um current Hager. record holder yep. those like two, that. would you have a different view of the wildcards if if you had seen uh that? yeah if the wildcards had some parameters when it was uh we're going to have the top woo competitor up to up to december of that year so you had from january from let's say from december to december to gather the, the highest woo score and the woo, highest woo at as of first of December of that year will get a wild card. I'd be completely happy with that. Mm. Now, Martin Hager originally was on my one of my wild cards in my wild card picks, but I believe he cannot be there for February in South Africa anyway. So I had, if they said it's the top woo and uh, a young rider, then I would, man, I'm good. Mm. 
because that gives you that gives another option actually right it gives people to think okay i can qualify through video or i can go and try and bust some woo scores out you know yeah and try yeah. go for it that way so it does give two options a second option to get in and uh, i think once you go over 16 you qualify as per normal and it gives another it gives, it gives another young spot thing because what you want to do is you want to develop talent you want to start developing people why do why do football programs have a junior a junior team they have youth programs because you need to keep that flow of people coming in and not just a flow of regular people a flow of guys with experience how many times do you see it in football when they bring a young kid on they give him 10 minutes and, and 10 minutes at the end of a match and he comes out and he scores a belter of a goal Great. So they play that guy next week? No. They send him back to youth grade. Mm. Then a few weeks later, they bring him up and give him a little bit more. You know, you have to build talent. You can't just keep throwing guys in at the deep end. Mm. And I'm about building talent. Yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping, hoping uh, it's interesting to see uh, what Sergio says about that when you talk to him. Yep. Uh, it would be fun for sure. Um, all right. To end this show, um, can you give me your three name for the podium? Jesse. In no, in no order, I'm going to go Jesse, Mark. Jesse, Mark, Aaron. I don't know what all it's going to be, but I'll say Jesse, Mark, and Aaron. That's my picks. I think Mark no, last year proved he got his formula right. He has a, a, so much variation. Now, he, with that experience, he's going to come through and put put that thing. Aaron is just a five-time world champion, two-time king of the age. I mean, you can't take that away from him. Wow. And I think Jesse just has the X factor. Mm. You know, Jesse, just this – and actually, all three of those guys have the unhooked variations as well, you know. Mm. So I think that is going to be – I think that's going to be cool. So those are my three. Yeah, mine are pretty much the same, but I'm going to – I'm going to uh, switch things up a little bit. I am going to say I agree with you with uh, Aaron – and I do think this uh, next one will be Marks. Uh, he will be, he will for sure. That's two. We're two videos. for two. Yeah. But then I, I think Stig will surprise us. <laughs> okay. I'll give you that one. That, that's a big call. No, yeah. I, think I, have, it's, to, I have to have the, the high odds uh, somewhere. You know, you know, it's funny. You know, it's funny when I think about, when I think about Stig though, when Stig and Cohen first came on the scene, Cohen was Cohen's the next Cohen's the next Josh Cohen's this mm. Cohen's that it's a shame how Cohen after cold Hawaii you know maybe didn't do as well as he wanted it's amazing how an opportunity can blow one guy so much further ahead than the other right so I haven't heard anything from Stig uh, from Cohen I know he put a video in mm. but he's sort of like we're not even talking about him but Six months ago, it was all, oh, Cohen, this guy is going to be thing. So it's amazing what an opportunity can do. And I hope these five new guys coming in, including Stig, he's had it. I hope they can take that opportunity and really run with it because a good showing and a good performance at this thing, you're, you're locking your name in for the next yeah, five years. Yeah. But that's that's one of the reasons why I, I feel at least, uh, you know, that I, I, I do believe that Stig has a chance because he, he was at the podium at Kolawai. He did prove himself in the competition. He is not, you know, the, uh, the, the number one guy with the most pressure that everyone is talking about, like Janik, for example. Um, so I, I, I think he can, he can surprise us in the competition. So, yeah. Dude, if he makes the podium, I'll buy, I'll, I will buy you a beer. Oh, great. 
<laughs> but if he doesn't make the podium, you have to buy me 10 beers. 10 beers. Oh, <laughs> you know the odds on your side on this. <laughs> All right. Awesome, brother. I think that's, uh, I think that's, uh, look, everyone needs a bolter, man. And I, I'd love to see Yannick and Stig, you know, yeah. push forward into that semi-final spot and really shake it up a bit there because we it is the same guys every time. So mm. that's going to be cool. Yeah. Thank you so much, Adrian. Uh, pleasure uh, listening to your thoughts on this. Uh, I'm looking so much forward to the competition. And of course, we will follow this and uh, make sure that we can uh, we, we talk about it when the competition is on as well. And by the way, guys, these are just my thoughts and, and Michael's thoughts. These are not by any way gospel, right? So if, if I have upset you, I didn't mean to. I mean, I'm just I'm just trying to th think logically at times. And yeah, some people get yeah. upset about that, Michael. You know that? Some people get upset, especially yeah. after Colin, Colin, Carol episodes. We get, we manage to upset a few people every week. So uh, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll try yeah. to uh, keep that going. We are not, we are not trying to upset people, uh, of course. Uh, you have to remember there are some amazing riders that didn't make the cut uh and all, all the guys on the list or even the wild cards there are nothing but amazing riders and yeah. amazing people so put it this way if the videos of guys who didn't make it if you took those videos back two or three years that'd be the greatest video ever seen yeah you know what they're doing now two years ago three years ago you would be like where's this guy come from yeah. what is going on here it's it's amazing so yeah, yeah. look it's just yeah. the level Anyway, yeah, this level. All right. Thank you, Thank you so much. Um, always a pleasure. Uh, looking forward to the next episode already uh, on the whaleys, hopefully. Bye.